This is exactly right. The mini-sode. Where we read your stories you send to us. Right uh, back into your face. Get ready for your own life read off paper. Did you ever know that you wanted to hear your own fucking email read back to you? Yes, you did. You've always known that. We've always known that. That's that empty feeling inside of you. That's that thing that makes you smoke or eat or get Mm -hmm. high or whatever. What it is, is you just want your own email read to you. You just want to be validated. You know? (laughs) You just want to be like told that you are Villid. Villid. And today's the day your it's, validation it, is coming. Exactly. Get ready. For your own shit. <laughs> Do you want me to start? Always. Um, the subject line of this email is, I'm sure he would have put his hands up if he had any. Oh, no. Okay. Sometimes this is when I read things like this, I'm like, Stephen, <laughs> I'm going to have to pull you aside by the ear and have a real talking I, to. Of, I don't want to be trending on Twitter for the wrong reason. <laughs> It's like he wants us to walk that dangerous uh-huh. line. He's okay, like, so you guys aren't taking enough chances. You guys are. Steven, it turns out St- Steven is like monster energy drink edgy. <gasps> he's, yeah, he's extreme sports. Oh, shit. Steven, this whole time, we thought you were a sensitive soul. Look at him. No, he, he peels out all the time. He's bright red. He's the color of a monster energy drink. <laughs> I mean, I have a motorbike, so. Like what? A dirt bike. Shit. What? Well, you're from Orange County, and I think that's a law. Is it a, like a dirt bike you ride around town with no helmet? Yeah. It's oh, really cool. hell yeah. Does it go like, wee, wee? <laughs> <laughs> the hottest. Dig it. Let me take it, uh, the opportunity right now to, to say hello and thank you to motocross rider Jimmy Buttons, whose name I saw on a TV oh. in, in the, a bar called The Hideaway in Petaluma when I was so drunk I could barely sit on a bar stool. And I looked up and there was some motocross thing happening on the TV uh-huh. and just the name Jimmy Buttons came up and I must have laughed alone <laughs> for like five minutes. I was like, that's the best name ever. And Jimmy he's like a motocross Buttons. guy, Jimmy Buttons. Jimmy Buttons and Paul Angens together. <laughs> As commentators for fucking motocross sports. I only love men who have noun last names. Sorry. <laughs> Nonsense. They're, they don't belong there. Right. It's like if you made up a name, <laughs> it would be a bad made up name. Someone would go, can you try to make up a different right. name? Because Jimmy Buttons doesn't make sense. It's like the episode of the, the Brady Bunch where they're like, what's your name? And you're like. Paul Glass. George. George, George Glass. Because you see a fucking glass. That's right. Just Fuck. whatever's there. Come on, Jimmy Buttons. Come try on. Har- try harder. You no, know, he doesn't have to try harder. Name. He's a fucking champion. And it's his real name. He's a champion and it's real. It's Says his real name. Georgia Hardstar. <laughs> <laughs> fucking two random words. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Oh, I could. You could be one. I could. Oh, hard is a more of an adjective. All right. That's true. Okay. Hi, ladies and Steven. Uh, don't like that. Um... <laughs> So I was <laughs> work swing shift in Las Vegas. Oh, sorry. So I work swing shift in Las Vegas, which is 8 p.m. to 4 a.m. Oh, honey. You sleep during the day. Yeah. Uh, as I am pulling into my gate one morning while listening to your podcast, oh. number 31, Namaste Sexy. Oh, that's fun. I noticed this garage door was open that was open when I left for work at eight. Mm-hmm. I know 
I knew an older lady in her 80s lived there and that she had a habit of leading, leaving her garage open to let her dog wander. Parentheses. She obviously knows nothing about murder and just welcomes murderers into her home. She obviously knows nothing about dogs and that you don't just let them wander the neighborhood. Certainly not through too. the garage. Like, let them wander places where there are less vehicles. Yeah. As I turned the corner, I saw this younger gal standing in the middle of the road right in front of the garage. What? So me being a concern for this old lady, I decided to take another lap around the block by my house. This time I saw the girl and looked into the garage and saw a man standing Mm -mm. in the back of the garage, Mm -mm. completely still staring toward the street. Mm -mm. Uh, Reaction? Holy fuck. I immediately dial 911 and the dispatch has me drive a few more times drive by a few more times and has me give a description of the suspects. The girl was just wandering in, in front and the guy was completely still when I drove by every time. Oh my God. She told me to park where I could see the house but still be safe and let her know if they start running. The cops show up within five minutes, at least six cop cars. Nice. I watch as three officers approach the garage and I hear them yell with their guns drawn, put your hands down. Uh, oh, no. no, sorry. Put your hands up. <laughs> no, no, no. They're doing it wrong. There's a, the word down was okay. Um, put your hands up. This is the police. <laughs> put your hands down. I answered your question. This is the police. Okay. Put your hands up. This is the police. They repeat this a few more times. Oh my God. Oh my God. But I don't see anyone leaving the garage. What the fuck? An officer comes over to me and asks me what I saw. I explained I originally just saw the girl, which made me drive by again. He says, yeah, we have her. Then I saw the guy, which was creepy. And I was concerned for the safety of the homeowner. The cop chuckled and says, oh, get no. ready for it. No. It's a cardboard cutout. Oh no. <laughs> At Your this moment, hands down. I thought he was kidding, but he was not. He says, yeah, it's a cardboard cutout. I thought it was real as well until I repeated, uh, put your hands up and he remained still. And then I realized he was pretty glossy. <laughs> <laughs> it was a cardboard fucking cutout that tricked me and the cops. He's still. Well, um, what was the girl doing? Well, let's see. Let's see if we find out. OK, he was still. He was still every time I drove by because he wasn't real. He was staring into my soul every time I drove by because he couldn't blink. He couldn't have run because he doesn't have legs. Still super weird that the chick was wandering at 4.30 a.m., but I got tricked by by a cardboard cutout. Thank you for making me more aware of my surroundings and more prepared when the person actually gets yes. his, has his hands and is living. See you in January in Vegas. Continue to say sexy, don't get murdered, Amber. Amber. A hundred percent. Great job. Great job. What was that girl doing? What was that girl doing? You maybe saved her life. Maybe they took her in and she was having a drug problem. But but in when she started going detoxing cold turkey in the station, yeah. that lovely and witty cop who yeah. who wasn't a dick and was really fun and light and lively about yeah. everything, went in, brought her a Coke. They fell in love. Oh. She went clean. Now she has, they have four beautiful children. It's been quick. It's been amazing. <laughs> well, they were quadruplets. <laughs> they got it done all at once. Oh, I'm so happy for them. In vitro. Yeah. Amber should have fucking officiated their wedding. No, she did. Oh, she did? She did. It's, I didn't read that part. Oh. Because I just thought, who cares? Yeah. No, that's gorgeous. I love it. <laughs> okay. Here's, uh, this is called, yeah, I found a dungeon in a wall. Oh, fuck. It says, my favorite murderino 
No, my favorite murderinos and all associated pets. Okay, great. All right, I'll take it. No, thanks. I'm sitting here listening to your latest podcast where you ask about finding things in walls or floors. I've wanted to write in before, but even though my hometown is Las Vegas, I don't know any good murders from growing up. I'm not even sure I'm into true crime as much as I'm into Georgia <laughs> and Karen giggling over the absurdity of life. Sweet. <laughs> Fair enough. We'll take it. But walls and floors, oh, I can tell stories of that. In 2010, I got my real estate license in Phoenix, Arizona, and proceeded to find all the creepiest places in town, from the meth room hidden in a garage to the underground lounge with one the one-way glass looking into a pool. What? That Where was that? That you had to enter through a secret door in the backyard. Oh, sorry. It's a normal pool, in-ground pool at someone's house, but then you can go into a little creepy cellar. Underground lounge with a one-way glass looking into a pool. (sighs) Don't like it. I immediately just think of like, and you didn't shave your legs when you're swimming in that pool. (laughs) Yeah, but then they all they care about is the children. Oh, you know, no. they don't care about your fucking shaved legs. No. <laughs> Do you see into the pool like mermaid style? That's what it is. Gross. OK, so one day my coworkers and I decided to throw an open house at a neighborhood in an affluent area of town. The house had been foreclosed on and was empty. I get there late and I go to hang up my coat in the closet. But something seems off. Mm. The wall at the back of the closet seems closer underneath the shelf than above it. Yes. These are the things. Uh Pay attention. Shapes. Sounds. Eyes. Open them. I asked what that was about and none of my coworkers knew. So I looked under the shelf. Your your coworkers were boring. Mm -hmm. You're fucking interesting. I looked under the shelf and I find a simple hinge lock. Fuck. Once open, the back of the closet swings open to a, all caps, Hand dug narrow stairwell. No. Hand dug. Uh huh. Going underneath the house. And then in parentheses, this track neighborhood does not have basements. It's wired and has a light. So I turn it on and go down. <gasps> I find a 10 by 10 concrete lined room that locks from the outside. No. With a single hanging light bulb and toilet. Dude, this is not good. Ladies, we didn't sell that house. We didn't touch that house after that day. I never found out what happened there, but clearly it wasn't great. (laughs) I hope to see you all when you go to Phoenix soon. Please visit Antique Sugar downtown. Georgia will love the dresses. Stay sexy and don't get murdered, Christy. Fuck. Why on earth would you ever need a fucking 10 by 10 concrete lined room that locks from the outside with a single hanging light bulb and a toilet? Murderer. Nothing good is happening. You cannot justify that in any way. Uh uh-uh. uh. There's no way. But Christy, we're going to need an update. You need to do some fucking local, what is it called? Micro fishing? Yeah. At the library? Yes. yes. Who lived there? Please. Who go dug to the that? county? Get some, pull some papers. Pull some papers. Has anyone been disappearing in that neighborhood? I, here's the thing hand dug scared the shit out of me. Single light bulb scares the shit out of me. But you, that could have been. A carpet lined, um, beautiful shag mm-hmm. rug carpeted room with a, with a great couch and a widescreen TV. The fact that the lock is on the outside mm-hmm. of the door is horrifying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, That's horrifying. Mm-hmm. That there even is a lock. Why would anyone need a lock either way? Yeah, you're already down in the goddamn yeah. cellar. Like I can get it if it's like, if it was carpet lined. I'd be like, okay, they're a drummer and they're like wanting to do their like math teacher jam band, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you know. That kind of thing. But yeah. this is problematic. Yeah. I'm going to need more information. It's... Uh, uh, 
Problematic is the name of the band. The math teacher jam band. The Problematics. <laughs> the Problematics. <laughs> Fuck. I'm on fire. So good. All right. Okay. Mm. That's their first single. I'm on fire. Shit. Hey, Karen, you know that feeling when you're stressed out and your heart starts to pound and your mind is racing? I do. I know it well. Well, while there's no cure for stress, therapy can help shape your response to it. And since May is Mental Health Awareness Month, there's no better time to try Talkspace. When you sign up for Talkspace, you'll receive a personalized match with a therapist or psychologist, typically within 48 hours. Forbes rates Talkspace as the number one online therapy platform, plus their licensed professionals are in network with almost all major insurance companies. Once you meet your therapy goals, or if you want to cancel for any reason, Talkspace will provide you with a prorated refund for unused time. I feel like these days people understand the importance of therapy, but the difficult part is just taking that first step. It took me months to make my first therapy appointment. I was so scared. I had a lot of ideas in my head about it. And that's why I think Talkspace is such a good idea because making it so approachable will just get you there sooner. Then you can actually get in there, figure out what you need, talk to an actual professional and be on your way to solving some stuff that you might want to solve. To celebrate Mental Health Awareness Month and the power of talking it out in therapy, Talkspace is offering our listeners $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. Go to Talkspace.com slash MFM and use promo code SPACE80. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash MFM and enter promo code SPACE80 and get $80 off your first month and show your support for our show. That's Talkspace.com slash MFM. Enter promo code SPACE80. Goodbye. There's something about the sound of an old-timey cash register that really takes me back. I know. It sounds like someone is about to hand me an ice cream cone, but it also sounds like we just sold some merch. That's right. And if you're a Shopify user like us, you know that this sound means you just made a sale. Shopify has helped millions of businesses sell their products online, but did you know they also offer the same support for brick and mortar stores? From accepting payments to managing inventory, they have everything you need to sell in person. So give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS tracks sales across all your locations. That way you'll always know what you have in stock and where. They also provide reliable tech that fits your unique retail needs, like turning a tablet into a credit card reader. And if you're looking to reach new customers, check out Shopify's marketing tools. They're easy to use and they integrate with all social media platforms. With Shopify, we have a powerful partner for managing our sales. And if you're a business owner, you can too. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period today at shopify.com murder. And here's the important note, that promo code is all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash murder and take your retail business to the next level. That's shopify.com slash murder. Again, don't forget the code is all lowercase. Goodbye. Georgia, have you ever been blown away by the most simple dish at a restaurant? Like perfectly scrambled eggs? Oh my God, yes, Karen. And then all I want to do is make that dish at home and eat it every day. Well, you probably could as long as you have the chef's secret ingredient, Made In Cookware. Made In was created to bring restaurant quality performance kitchenware to home chefs around the world. For years, they've built their business by supplying restaurants and top chefs with high-end cookware. Some of Tom Colicchio's most treasured dishes at his restaurant craft are made in Made In. Whether you're cooking for professional critics or just the critics you live with, your meals will benefit from the quality of made-in products. Like their carbon steel cookware, it combines the best of both cast iron and stainless steel clad, so it's 
that's rugged enough for grills or an open flame. It's the MVP of summer cookouts and cook-ins. What I really love about made-in cookware is that it actually makes something like having a Memorial Day barbecue much more convenient because you can keep everything on the grill if you need to throw, say, a pan of garlic up on the top while you're grilling your steaks on the bottom. It's strong enough, durable enough to do that. If you want to take your cooking to the next level, remember what so many great dishes have in common. They're all made in, made in. Save up to 25% this Memorial Day from May 18th through May 27th when you visit madeincookware.com. That's M-A-D-E-I-N cookware.com. Goodbye. Hi, gang. (laughs) (laughs) You sounded so desperate. Uh... So this is my, so this is the story of my mugging, almost turned kidnapping, turned whole new level of driving skills. Oh, shit. Shit. Okay, so I've been an art teacher, a high school art teacher in Arizona for three years, and I love my students and my job. Unfortunately, the neighborhood I work in is pretty fucking sketchy. My coworkers always told me to avoid the campus at night, but before seven... I could always count on the coaches, athletes, and parents who were hanging around. One evening, before seven, I might add, about a year and a half ago, I was walking back to the school uh, from some face painting event at the elementary school across the street. She's painted like um, the clown. What's his name? (laughs) Pogo the clown. Pogo the clown. (laughs) Um, No, she's not. Uh... So as I turn the corner to the parking lot, I see that, oh, fuck, my car is in the middle of a completely empty parking lot. I rush to my car when I uh, see what I first thought was a student running toward me, but it's actually a guy with a knife. No. Mm -hmm. When I tell him I have no money, he forces his way into the car, making me get into the passenger seat and says, we're going for a ride. In parentheses, shit. What the fuck? At this point, he takes my glasses and throws them in the back seat. Oh. I'm, t- I'm talking a million miles an hour to get him to change his mind. After a few minutes, he takes my phone, asking me for the password a thousand times and says, if you want to live, don't move. I'll be right back and gets out of the car. Without my glasses, I'm completely blind. Oh, no. But I wait 15 seconds, scramble into the front seat yeah, and do. immediately haul ass. Girl. Yes, girl. At this point. It's dark and all I can see are fuzzy taillights and street lights. <laughs> I love it. Oh You're my being forced God. to drive blind to get away from this yeah. fucking situation. Do it. Who cares? Who cares? Drive into a fucking car. Drive into a McDonald's yeah. and get people there to help exactly. you. Exactly. People will come out if you do that shit. Yes. Just crash into something that will make someone mad and you will immediately have someone there with you. Screaming and someone else will run. And scare the other person. Okay, so so luckily I'd worked there for a while, so uh, though, so I managed to make it uh, home. What? Off of mostly memory. They never caught the guy, but I'm convinced the only reason I can function is because of how supportive law enforcement, my friends, family, and coworkers mm. were. My boss even insists on the buddy system for teachers staying after school. Uh, therapy helps too. While the whole thing gave me a newfound interest and maybe obsession into true crime, uh, and I fell in love with this podcast, I'm proud to say I stayed sexy. I did not get murdered, and I'm so excited to see you guys live in Phoenix. Wow. Um, SSDGM, Aaron. Aaron. Fuck Aaron. Congratulations. I, mean, I wonder who that guy was and what his plan was and what he was thinking that the, would the person really wait? No, he if was on drugs. Want, yeah. I bet you he was on drugs. Where did he go? He just wanted some money. Yeah, that's because also how fucking stupid of like, wait here. Oh, sounds good. Yeah. No. Get laser eye surgery, everyone. 
Yeah, that's a good idea. Get laser eye surgery. And you know, it's really interesting. My sister said this to me, and this was from back when the fires were up in Northern California. My sister goes, never let your car go near empty. Yeah. Don't. Don't do a thing where you can get yourself stuck. You're right. You're and I fucking like cruise in on fumes constantly. Kind of thing. I do it constantly. Oh my god! Don't do it. Just have your shit prepared. Get your shit together. Me also. Don't be afraid. Me. <laughs> don't be afraid to have spare glasses in like a glove box or something. Well, I, so I, I don't wear glasses, but the thought of like being blinded. <laughs> that way terrifies me like one of your senses being fucking easily ripped away yeah scares the shit out of me yeah just because of glasses yeah yeah Get, you let's right do now, laser surgery on you right now let's do it because you lasers. are just a floating blur are you serious <laughs> no i'm a doctor right now let's do this uh <laughs> well i have a shit. my last one is a is a look how great we are one but okay. um mm. But look, sometimes this is where the skippers are going to want to leave. Fuck you, skippers. <laughs> Fucking put your glasses on and stick around a while. This is called just a uh, quick thank you. Uh, dear George and Karen, I'm not sure that you will read this because you probably get tons of emails all the time, but I figured I'd send you an email anyway, just in case. Guess what? We're reading it. Uh A few months ago, my aunt introduced me to your podcast. And since then, I've become absolutely obsessed. I've spent the last seven months in treatment for an eating disorder, Mm. commuting around an hour each way every day to get the treatment to get to the treatment facility. I spent 12 hours in there doing therapy groups, eating meals, etc. Every day on my drive, since my aunt introduced me, I've listened to your podcast. I wanted to thank you and Karen for not only being so open about mental health and the importance of it, but for giving me a good laugh and a great listen on some of the hardest days. On the days where I felt it's it felt impossible for me to get up and start the fight all over again, I at least knew I had something to look forward to during my car rides. I don't think you guys know how much of a difference your podcast has made, especially in my life. Thanks for everything you do. Keep on keeping on. Never stop Never stop fucking everyone and stay sexy and don't get murdered. You guys rock, Amy. And so I went. I've been in fucking rehab for anorexia before, and eat, the, the eating meals thing, like as being part of the treatment, is a huge thing, and that kind of hit me. So yeah, where they they force you to do yeah. it, and you have to. And all the girls are like, I think they put something in here that makes you gain weight, and it's like, no, you're just eating regular meals now. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. So like that, I don't know. But. Yeah. I'm, I relate to, but I have yeah. it in the other direction and it's it, no matter what direction you have yeah. it in food, eating disorders fucking suck. Yeah. And you also get stuck. I guess the thing I would like to say is you get stuck in these weird tiny loops of obsession. Yeah. And the practice is just making those moments longer and not giving in. Yeah. Like it's a discipline and it's hard to do, but it's basically power through remind yourself it's just your brain and powering through. And I know this is, I'm not saying this is a solution, blah, blah, blah. Well, all this stuff is a practice and a reminder. Yeah. Until it starts to stick. But you're so many people go through this. So of course, so many women go through it and it's just basically you're, you deserve to live a full life and a good life and to be healthy and happy. And what a wonder as someone, as people who came out the other side and I don't have those issues anymore. I mean, I have issues, but not those specific ones of like how great it is that you do finally get a focus on something else other than what you're consuming and what you look like and how, you know, Yes. And it's, you're able to take care of yourself and it's a fucking incredible feeling. It's, and you get there. Yeah. 
and the, the weird thing too about, cause there's no, nothing blew my mind harder than the first time I took my eating disorder in the other direction and lost an insane amount of weight. The first time I quit sugar and flour and I didn't know that I had body dysmorphia until I looked exactly the same to myself yeah. and I had lost 80 pounds and Jesus. my aunt called and was like, you look like you're dying. Start eating again. And I was like, what are you talking about? And honestly, all I could see was how fat my butt yeah. still was. And that's when I knew I was like, Oh, I'm in the middle of this and I can't trust myself yeah. because this is a real thing. Like I'd always read about like people talking about body dysmorphia. Right. Like, that's bullshit. And like you, when you see it on like lifetime movies, it's like you see this big fat fucking part, you know, it's not, no, it's not extreme like that. It's, it's basically telling yourself you look like trash at all moments of the, of your life. It's, it's hyper focusing on tiny things that no one sees right. and using that as, as your reason to not live. Right. I don't love my fucking body, but. I love right, we living and eating to. so much more than that and being happy and and it's, not obsessing about it. Yeah. I'd rather fucking have a little gut and not be obsessing about my weight all the time than be skinny. Well, here's the thing, too. It's you get to live. And and when you those diseases affect your brain and the more the further into it you go, the more you become convinced of a thing that isn't true. Right. And you know, which is that your worth is in your in what you look like, right? Which it's not, no, at all. And but also, you're not alone because so much yeah. many of us go through. It's a very common thing, yeah, and it's really hard. Yeah. So fucking keep fighting, yeah, Amy, kick ass, Amy, Amy, do it, do it. You're doing it, kick ass. Um, that was a good one. That's nice. That's good. I like that. Yeah. Let us tell you. Let us tell you about our problems more than your problems. Because <laughs> we've done it. I'll and we're going to do it again. I'll fucking, I'll listen to your problem and I will fucking pass you and overtake you on the left. <laughs> and I will be like, here's my problem. And listen to me. <laughs> um, and that's why this is my favorite murder. Not, it's not your favorite murder. Not your fucking favorite murder. <laughs> it's mine. It's mine and hers. Everything's mine and hers. It's ours. Uh, stay sexy. And don't get murdered. Bye. Bye. You want a cookie? Yeah. <laughs> he said nah. Nah. Want a cookie? Oh, that was a yeah. That was a yes.